0: To what extent does your title concern you? Titles may be a thing at networking events or cocktail parties, and your family and friends will celebrate a title upgrade with you. But are titles that important? A few years ago, many online publications said they absolutely were important, especially in a job search. However, is this still the state of affairs? To dive more deeply into the topic for this episode, I reached out to a colleague of mine, Alicia Canario. Alicia is a strategic HR leader with over 25 years global experience leading high performing teams and partnering with leaders to execute business objectives. She has a successful track record of leading manufacturing organizations through change management and proven experience securing top talent to meet business objectives. Her educational credentials include a bachelor's in psychology from the University of Illinois, UC, and a master's degree in human resources from Loyola University, Chicago. She's also certified in the MBTI or Myers-Briggs and has senior level certifications from the HR Certification Institute and the Society for Human Resources Management, right? So, okay, we are talking to someone who kind of knows what she's talking about when we're talking about hiring, you know, um, title changes, things of that nature. And she also has a personal experience to share. And if you are new to the Women Taking the Lead podcast, hello and welcome. I am Jody Flynn, and I am the CEO and founder of Women Taking the Lead, a leadership development company that works with organizations and boards to close the performance gap by attracting, developing, and successfully promoting more women into senior levels of leadership. I help organizations realize these benefits through coaching, consulting, leadership development programs, and keynotes. I am now the past president of the board for the Maine Women's Conference, and I have the privilege and joy to work with women leaders to hone the skills and the mindset to allow them to grow into and then thrive in senior leadership. My specialization is working with women who are still stabilizing after their last promotion and those who want to be ready for the next one. If we are not already connected on LinkedIn, please send me an invitation to connect. You can find me directly at linkedin.com forward slash I N forward slash Flynn, or you can search for Jody Flynn on the platform. I'm very active on LinkedIn, so I should be at or near the top of the search results. You'll see the follow button is prominent on my profile, but if you click on the more button to the right, you'll find the option to connect. Click on that. Be sure to add a note to the invitation, letting me know you're a listener of the podcast. I would love to connect with you and get to know you better. Welcome to the Women Taking the Lead podcast, Alicia. Thank you.
1: It's a pleasure to be here, Jody. I appreciate it.
0: Oh, I'm so excited to talk to you. So I've already... Introduce you to everyone, but if you could share with everyone a little bit more about you and what you do outside of work.
1: Yes. Fun facts about Alicia. Yes. So, (laughs) um, you know, definitely I enjoy working out, being in HR. We have to have that outlet. And a funny, funny, interesting fact um, is I am obsessed with real life crime podcasts. So... I, you know, there's a laundry list of, of, of ones that are my favorites, but I, um, that is how I spend my commute. That's how I spend my kind of decompress. And, um, you know, my husband does worry about that because some of the titles are things like deadly women and monsters and things of that nature, but, um, people fascinate me. And so that is definitely my guilty pleasure. So, I'll uh, you know, be happy to share some some of my favorite recommendations with folks.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, Alicia, I know so many women who are into true crime and actually <laughs> SNL did a skit on women and their love of true crime. I don't know what the attraction is. And I would have said for the longest time, I'm not into true crime. I don't like those TV shows, never watched like mm-hmm. CSI or Law and Order, nothing like that. But I did come across a podcast in the past year, I want to say, and it was recommended through a podcast that I listened to, ironically called Happier, (laughs) but it the name of the podcast is Bad Women. But what fascinated Mm. me was rather than focusing on the killer, it focused on the lives of the women who were killed by Jack the Ripper, right? And how history got them wrong. And I was like, I'm in it. Right. <laughs> so I loved it. I will say it, it's a little unnerving. Now they're in their second season and I'm <laughs> listening to it and it makes me so anxious. I'm like, should I be listening to this? But it is right. fascinating. It that's, is fascinating. That's
1: yes. It you know, I literally dropped my draw like, jaw like, oh my gosh, what? Yeah. So absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So yes, <laughs> yes, that's my guilty pleasure.
0: We could probably have like a, like a pseudo like book club and have it just be like a true crime podcast club.
1: I think so. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: All right. Well, we didn't come here to talk about true crime. Glad I got to chat with you about that. But what we were really, um, Focusing on, and I think this is such an important topic because I've talked a lot to a lot of women who are, are in the midst of the great reshuffle, right? A lot of women I know are, have either left a job, starting a new job, or they're thinking about it and they're doing it for a variety of reasons. And the whole topic of the title I put on my resume or the title they're going to give me or the title I'm going to get with my promotion or I'm not going to get with my new role or I'm taking on responsibilities, but I'm not getting the title. It's an important conversation. But let me tell you, title has been very important. And you and I had a conversation a couple months ago, and I didn't even share any of this information with you. And you at one point just blurted out the title ain't everything. And I went, Oh my God, I need to follow up with you and talk with you a little bit more about this. So if you don't mind share with everyone, what was going on with you that, that like, had you declare that? And you were like a hundred percent. I am. I, this is what I believe.
1: Absolutely. And, and, and I believe that from the bottom of my heart. Yeah. It's, um, There was a point in my career where I realized I was chasing the title. I I didn't know it. um, And um, I felt uh, or I realized later that the HR director like that somewhere in my career, uh, I was told like that, you know, that's going to be your first kind of okay milestone. And I was chasing that, and I was—I didn't turn down any promotion. I didn't turn down any opportunity, even if I didn't feel like that was right for me. If if it if if it led to the HR director, I was just chasing it, chasing it, chasing it. And it wasn't until I achieved that title and was in that role to where I realized I felt empty. It mm-hmm. it wasn't what I thought it would be, and and I and I said, wait, something is. What's wrong here Alicia this is this is this is the career you know progression and it and it caused me to kind of stop and say wait a minute have I been chasing this or have I just been following the opportunities because they're there and so what I really looked at and said okay is this what I want Is this what I want sure it's this title um, but the title and the responsibilities that full picture, I realized this is not what I want to do. Mm -hmm. And it was scary.
0: (laughs) Right. I mean, that's such a huge letdown. And I can imagine along the way with the promotions and the opportunities, even though it wasn't the right fit, because I'd been there before, you convince yourself that this, this is right. Right. Even though Absolutely. it's not a perfect fit, it's a, it's a stepping stone. And so, and don't get me wrong. I am in agreement that sometimes you take a job cause it's a good learning experience or a stepping stone. But what you said was it's not the right fit. Like something in you yes. was telling you this isn't it, but you said, but I was like in your, your mind like plays this game with you, but like, nope, but this is what you were told. You got to keep going Absolutely. Absolutely. in this direction.
1: Yeah. And I was definitely not courageous enough to say no to a promotion or to say, well, you know, I don't know if this promotion, if this is what I want to do. I I, I can tell you I would have never said no. Um, aside from the past five years of my career, I had never said no <laughs> to wow. to an opportunity. And it really wasn't until... I had some colleagues uh, that I had seen as I had uh, traveled and was working. And at that point in my career, I was traveling 80 percent of the time and didn't realize that, hey, I don't like that. That was fun for a year or two. But I had a colleague one time that just happened to pass uh, in an airport of all places. We were just going. And he said, wow, Alicia, um, are you okay?" Yeah, I'm great. I'm this, I'm that. I said, wow, you just. And I remember he said, you just. He said, Here's my fist. You look like this balled up fist that is just this just clump mm. of just anxiety. And I just kind of said, Wow, you know, and, and and I thought about that. And he was spot on. He was he was spot on. And that was really my uh aha moment, one of many. And that's when I said, Pause. I'm gonna take a step back. And I did, and I actually took a sabbatical from HR from the corporate world. And I actually wasn't sure if I was going to go back. That's mm. how um, far away from what I wanted. Uh, that's how far away I was from, from what Alicia wanted.
0: Yeah. And that's the danger, right? That pursuit of the title yes. can yes. cause you to um, be blind to yes. the signs that, mm-hmm. you know, cause you mm-hmm. were getting signs along the way and can even cause us to delude or deceive ourselves in some regard around how we're doing right until that person pointed out to you you like you're like a a tight fist like you were (laughs) like I'm fine like things are great yeah yes
1: absolutely absolutely
0: (laughs) so let's talk about titles a little bit and mm-hmm. then we'll get into like, okay, if you're not in pursuit of the title, which is what many of us are told to do, write that title. And I'm yes. sure, you yes. know, for those of you who are listening, take a moment, think about that title. You probably have in mind that title that you would like to wear someday and at a cocktail party, be able to, when someone asks, what do you do? You can say, well, I'm the X, Y, Z of <laughs> such and such a company sure. right? and that's yeah. fun for a little while, but- Let's talk about titles and what they mean because you and I both know it's real like titles impress people at maybe cocktail parties or our family might be like, wow, you're making it, that sort of thing. But you're in HR. You've done some hiring. When you see a title on a resume, what's your thought?
1: Often it is. um, wow, people can call themselves whatever they want on their resume. (laughs) And also it's like, okay, what's, what's the real meaning behind this? Yes. What's the real meaning behind this? Okay. Um, you know, from my perspective, you know, there are those kind of, you know, general levels of titles and things, but, you know, really is, what does that mean? You know, tell me what that is. Right. Um, and, and, and that's really my, my first question. I don't, I don't pay a lot of attention to those titles, but I'm looking at, okay, tell me about your scope of work. Tell me about yes. your authority. And, and, and to me, that's the real question.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's
1: what, yeah.
0: Yep. Yep. It's like, it's like a, a nicely painted door. Yes. But like really, you know, you're going to tour the house before you buy it, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to look mm-hmm. on the inside and the Absolutely. resume right below the title, it has mm-hmm. your scope of work. And in the interview, you're going to get asked a lot about what were you in charge of? What did you do? How did you contribute? It's almost like the title, you know, when, cause I know some people who have said to me, I'm shooting for this promotion because I want to change jobs. And I need the title before I can be considered for other jobs. But as you just said, oftentimes the title doesn't make a difference. Like, and I think, um, talent acquisition people and hiring managers and HR are getting savvier about how to poke and prod. So let me ask you this, just so like people can hear it out loud do you ever not consider somebody for a position because their title doesn't seem to match what the position. So for instance, if you're hiring for a director position, do you need someone to have been a director at a previous company to consider them?
1: No, because also when you look at the title, when you look at the size of company, when you look at the structure, a director and company a a director of, say, marketing may not be an equivalent of a director in marketing at a different company as well. So for mm-hmm. me, um, no, uh, because um, it's it's the responsibilities. And mm-hmm. I can think of recent examples where I've hired individuals who were previous managers, but I've hired them as a consultant. But again, it's a similar scope. Titles are different, mm-hmm. but the but the scope of work are similar. Yeah. Yes, absolutely.
0: I've definitely met people who were, had the title like business line manager, right? Uh Which sounds very vanilla, but then you get into like, what are you responsible for? And they're like, well, I manage a budget of, you know, $20 million. I have, you know, a hundred people under me, I'm managing five other leaders who are then, you know, da, 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 mm-hmm. you know. and in another company, that might be the vice president.
1: Exactly. Yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. And that's where that probing of, okay, great. I see your title again. Tell me about your responsibilities. Tell me what you do. Tell me what your authority is. Tell me about your direct reports, things of that nature. That's, that's really going to tell me, um, uh, or give me a true, a true representation of that position versus just that title.
0: Mm -hmm. So the focus rather than the title is really on what's your scope of work? What projects are you in charge of? What are you managing? What are you responsible for? Um, More than, because I know some people get very resentful. Right. If they're taking on more responsibilities, they, they're like, I will say this. If you're taking on more responsibilities, you probably should be getting a pay bump too. But the title is secondary to that. You should be compensated for the work that you're doing, but the title is secondary to that because it's not going to hold you back as you're applying for other jobs. And the other word on the street is most. Uh, job opportunities come through your network, especially when you you're achieving higher levels of leadership. It's more often than not the company is interested in people who are applying through their own employees because their yeah. own employees are more likely to bring somebody in who has the same values as the mm-hmm. company will vouch for that person as a reliable and a hard worker, yada, yada, yada. So again, yes. the, t- the title doesn't matter as much in those scenarios because there are people vouching for you as you're applying within an organization.
1: Exactly. Agreed. Yep.
0: A little break here for me to check in on your leadership development. Do you know what your individual leadership development needs are? Knowing what you need as a leader is the first step to becoming more confident and competent in your leadership. I developed the Leadership Operating System Inventory for women like you. This holistic self-assessment allows you to assess your effectiveness in five areas. Leading others, leading yourself, your ability to influence, your ability to manage your energy, and your communication skills. It's a way for you to quickly identify where you could focus your developmental resources. It will take you about three minutes for you to complete. And if you think about that, that's a quick turnaround to gain insight into what would improve your effectiveness as a leader and make being a leader easier and more enjoyable. Get that insight by visiting womentakingthelead.com to take a fun, easy leadership inventory. Okay, Alicia. So let's go back to your journey because I think this will be a nice, um, you know, map of how to, how to avoid getting into that position. So you said you took a step back, you took it to sabbatical and I know you've d- done further reflection before currently finding, um, the position that you're in now. What was it for you that helped you to then let go of the title and then pivot? To another direction
1: sure, sure, uh, there are a few things. one, it was just taking time to stop and to ask myself, what do I want to do I, I you know took a piece of paper and kind of had these three different columns okay one, you know what do I want to do? what brings me value, what's important to me and then I thought about my loved ones, you know what do they expect me to do you know what do, what do they think I should do and I thought about some mentors. Because again, I, I've, I've been one to you know, kind of follow that career. You give me that great opportunity, I, I'll keep going. And and what I found is that for my loved ones and my mentors, they had similar thoughts of what I should do, of what would be great you know, for me, but it was different from what I wanted. And so really it was saying, okay, I'm going to have the courage to to make the decisions for me. And as scary as that is, I know how important it is. And um, I, I stopped caring as much about what other people think mm-hmm. <laughs> because um, I, I, I am definitely one that, again, that title, you know, here's my resume. This is what I'm doing when I'm going. And it's like my work speaks for itself. Yeah. And if it doesn't, then either that company, that colleague, they're not someone who I value, who I want in my network but it was just really, you know, being able to put on paper, what do I want? And then taking the steps, having the courage to just do that. And, and the only way that I could do that again, was to just stop caring about what people think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, I was going to say that really, yeah, yeah it was a big one. That's a mindset challenge, yes. right? That like, before we really get to the career and are doing the work that we want to do, we have to let go of what will they think? Yes. What they, whoever they are, right? For yes. you, Like my family, my mentors, my coworkers, like, you know, for those of you listening, it might be somebody or a group, a different group in mm-hmm. your life. But until you're ready to let go of what will they think,
1: mm-hmm. it's going to be
0: really hard for you to get to a place of, what do I want? What will be fulfilling for me? What's motivating for me? What, what do I want to contribute? What impact do I want to have? And looking at, am I getting that here?
1: Exactly. Yes. Yes. Yep. Exactly. So that was, yeah, that was, that was for me, that kind of turning point.
0: Yeah, I almost see it like a, um, you know, the, the Venn diagram with the three circles, right? And you want to find something that is right in the center where the three circles overlap. And I think about like, you know, your skills, talents, what you want to contribute. Mm-hmm. Then there's the lifestyle you want to live mm-hmm. and the job that fits like all of your goals holistically, yes. right? Cause mm-hmm. like you can have a pretty fantastic job that conflicts with your ability to fulfill you in other areas of your life. So that can be a difficult decision as well. And Mm -hmm. also pays you, you know, in a way that meets your needs as well. Right. That's, that's Mm -hmm. important. Cause again, I mean, I think ideally, like I would probably like volunteer all Mm -hmm. my time if I could, but the reality is I need to save for retirement and I need to like pay for my bills and put food on the table and things of that nature. So it's not like we need to be making millions of dollars, right? We don't need to make bank, but we we do need to fund the lifestyle and, Mm -hmm. you know, how we want to take care of ourselves and our loved ones, et cetera. So really gauging like what that number is and that's important. And when you can find those things, it's, oh, it's, it's such a sweet spot. And you were saying, as we were getting on the call, you're like, I found it. (laughs) Yes. I am here.
1: Yes. Yes. It's, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you, um, you question and you say, well, okay, yeah, this, you know, can this, can this happen? Um, You know, can this be possible part, but you know, part of it is, okay, have I defined what, what good looks like for me, because if, if I don't know that, or if I'm using another person's interpretation of what that great job looks like, I'm never going to have the feeling that I have today. And for me, it was okay. Mm -hmm. I know what it means for me. And, and, and when I see it, when I feel it, it's like, yes, it's Mm -hmm. there.
0: Um, so I want yeah. to appreciate that 100%. I'm glad you said that. It's a personal journey, right? Yes. We kind of have to figure it out for ourselves based mm-hmm. on like, mm-hmm. how do we feel in certain cert- situations? And sometimes realizing what you don't want can help you to pivot, right? Sometimes that's mm-hmm. very informative. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like this. I don't like that. It's not mm-hmm. that we're complaining. It's just recognizing like, okay, this isn't a good fit. Um, Just as an example, share with everyone What are the things about your current job that are very right fit for you?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. There's a a few things. Um, One that, that just, you know, tells me and shows me that it's, it's the right fit. Is that the flexibility for, I don't like to, to use the word work life balance, but the flexibility to do what I need to do personally Um, You know, without a question. So whether it's, you know, a working from home or it's a leaving early, but there's no question that the flexibility is there. There is no indirect kind of shame of, oh, my gosh, I left early today or I didn't do my part. Um, But from the early conversations um, during the interview process, just the discussion about. Personal flexibility, um, that just told me upfront that, wow, that is not something that I will have to worry about. Mm-hmm. Um, and the manager was very open about, hey, this is what we do so everyone can have the flexibility. And so for me, that was important. Uh, I had always made my personal life a secondary. Uh, priority. And I had told myself, nope, that's, it's reversed. And so this was important for me. Um, I think the second thing that's, that just told me and just showed me that this is the right opportunity is there's this peace that I have. Um, I felt and feel comfortable, but within the first week, it was as if I had been there for, for months, for years, everything, the the relationships the um, the interactions and just how comfortable I felt with myself mm. um, you know you start a new job you're going through that learning curve and everyone you know is is a bit anxious when you start that new job and I felt just really early on that you know this is like I got this this is this is this is this is, this is me and and you know I can contribute um, and then just the you know the other thing is at all levels, uh, from my team to to the senior leaders, um, everyone is just seeking me out for advice, for um, uh, you know, the information, and just saying, "Hey, you know, we saw your background. We we heard all these great things about you before you started. Um, I was <clears throat> I was very impressed at how much just." you know, from my onboarding, my background had been shared. Everyone knew who I was. They mm-hmm. kind of knew some information. And so they were already ready to kind of, Hey, we've heard about your success stories. We, we know where you have expertise. So we're going to seek that out early on. So that, that was impressive and showed me that the work up front to really not only tell me that I'm valuable and that I'll be a great part of the team, but that the, that my manager did that work. Um, and wow everyone was yeah i mean my door was um people were at my door the first week
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know that's amazing cuz as much as right fit is very personal i will say i have yet to meet the person who wouldn't say feeling appreciated and that my contribution is valued is is not a necessity for me like every one of my clients like the moment they're in an, in an experience or a situation where they're like, my opinion isn't valued. My talents and my skills are not needed here, nor are they wanted. Like if we're having that conversation on a call, we're also, they're also saying, I think I need to look elsewhere or I need to shut this down. Right. So had you know, across the like right fit is, you know, are you being appreciated? Yes. Are people seeking you out for your expertise and your talents mm-hmm. and your skills? That's what an amazing company that is a part of the onboarding experience. Like yes, a whole groups of people get onboarded with you. Like they're yes. onboarding. They all take responsibility and find yes. out. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Yep.
0: That is incredible. So Alicia, if you were mentoring somebody who, you know, they came to you and they're like, God, I'm, you know, like, I've always been told this is what I should be shooting for, you know, like what should I do? What, what advice would you give them? Sure. Um,
1: well, (laughs) um, I, I, I'm thinking about my younger self. Um, yeah, if, if, if I were to get that question today, um, there's a, there's a couple things that I would tell them. Um, One, I would, I would tell them to not be afraid, Um, you know, not be afraid to, um, to speak their truth, not be afraid to, to say what they want, to stand up for what they want. Um, And, and to not be afraid um, to, to speak up if, if your loved ones, if your mentors, if those who you are saying, "Hey, these are folks who I'm modeling my career after." Um, if those folks are, you know have a different vision for you, it's okay, you know to uh, talk to them about that um, because often if 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 we have folks in our in our life who are kind of our mentors and they're giving us advice and we're kind of following their guidance, If we're saying, great, that's fine. They're assuming that that's what we want as well. Uh, So just don't be afraid to speak up. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think the other thing is just taking time, taking quiet time away to really reflect. Uh, I, I think just personally and professionally, that's something I wish I did more early on in my career. I was too busy just going up that career ladder, but just being able just to pause and reflect and to think. Those those moments, I think, will help help us, again, personally and and professionally. Um, So those are just uh, just a couple of things I would say.
0: Yeah. Again, you know, as you're talking, it's bringing to mind different people I worked with who were amazing contributors and they wanted more and they wanted more responsibility. But the only opportunity was management. And Mm. they ended up taking a management position, fully realizing they didn't want to manage people. Yeah, And it was a hard lesson to learn and it burned, you know, and, Mm -hmm. you know, when they could take a position where they didn't have anybody, any, any (laughs) people on their team, they were so much happier, right? Mm -hmm. And they were able to reflect and like, they shared. I knew. Mm-hmm. I knew going into this but this was the only way to advance to feel like I had made progress in my career. Luckily more and more companies are realizing not everybody desires to be a leader and to manage. I think you and I are just like <laughs> we see a need and we're like I'll do it. Does it involve Absolutely. managing people? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Great. But not yes. everybody's cut from that cloth, right? So and it, and, yep. and it's okay to recognize that as well cuz as much mm-hmm. as yes this podcast is about women taking the lead and i want to see more women in senior management executive management on corporate boards all of that sometimes as a part of the process is also to self select out yes right and yes. and help women yes. to find what lifestyle do i want to live what do i want to contribute you know, how, how do I want to set myself up financially? And Mm -hmm. sometimes that leads to, I don't want to lead people. I want Mm -hmm. to lead myself. I want Mm -hmm. to lead initiatives, Mm -hmm. but I don't want to be a manager. Right. And, Mm -hmm. and that's okay. too. Yes.
1: It is perfectly okay. Yes. Agreed. Yeah.
0: Awesome, Alicia. Well, this, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to have this conversation with me, because I know there are so many women who are listening, who are taking all of this in and and hopefully are going to carve out some time for reflection right? Even if things are going well and you're telling everybody, I'm fine. I'm great. Right. That (laughs) that might absolutely be true. And there's a benefit in reflecting like, why are things so good? Mm -hmm. Why am I so great? Right. Um, And also asking, is that true? Right. Am am I fine? Am I great? Am I going in the direction I want to go to? So I'm, I'm so appreciative to you, um, to encourage, um, this audience in this community to take that time to reflect and make sure you are going in the right direction and for reasons that benefit you. Yes. So Alicia, how can people get in touch with you if they just want to drop you a line, you know, tell you what's going on for them, say thank you, where can they find you?
1: Absolutely, Jody. Best way to reach out uh, and to connect is via LinkedIn. I'm active on LinkedIn uh, and I'm always checking my messages there, but would be more than happy to network with folks on LinkedIn.
0: Yes, and Alicia is an incredible woman to know. So, I'm going to encourage all of you connect with her, say hello, um and add her to your network. Well, Alicia, thank you so much for taking the time to inspire and enlighten us. We are all better for having met you.
1: Thank you, it's been my pleasure, Jody.
0: What were your takeaways from my conversation with Alicia? I would love to hear your thoughts about job titles and the impact they have on your career. Head over to LinkedIn to share your thoughts and takeaways on the post corresponding to this episode. I would love to hear what stood out most for you. And if your last promotion has you experiencing and confronting challenges you haven't faced before, consider working with me. I would love to support you through this transition, help you get your bearings and feeling confident in your leadership once again. You can find a link to schedule a time to chat with me in the episode description. If you're listening through a mobile device, that link will be in your podcast app. And if you are listening through the Women Taking the Lead website, the link will be toward the bottom of the episode webpage. If you are going to ask your company to sponsor you to work with a coach, there's also a link to access a checklist that will help you prepare for the conversation. As always, I hope this was of value to you and here's to your success.